Hey everyone, me Kevin here. It is the evening of Sunday, December 17th, and Dow and indice futures are turning red. As you can see, Dow futures down two-thirds of a percent, S&P 500 futures down 0.84%, NASDAQ technologies down 1%, and small caps down one8 8% with the volatility index to about 24 and a half. We've seen some of these numbers uh, come in even worse over the last hour or so here. And folks, we got to talk about why the stock market is likely to be red tomorrow, which is unfortunate, just as we thought we were over catalyst. But we got to talk about what's going on. A lot of this has to do with the insanity of Omicron. So we're going to be talking about some Omicron insanity here and some of the numbers that are creating a whole lot of fear, uncertainty, and doubt. We've also got some other political issues that have popped up. Let's get right into it. First, we have good news out of South Africa. While deaths uh, and hospitalizations continue to inflect down, we have been worried about the potential for cases to continue to rise in South Africa and potentially eventually lead to Omicron cases uh, leading to, well, more deaths and hospitalizations. Uh, but we have started to see an inflection down in cases in South Africa, which you could see that inflection rotating down right here. Uh, December 19th, we're getting that rotation down, which is very, very good. Uh, for uh, what we're seeing in the Omicron spread. So then why are markets fearful? Well, markets are fearful because it is believed that in the United Kingdom and the United States, Omicron could end up being substantially more severe. Now, there are a lot of uh, Twitter warriors and comment warriors saying, ah, don't worry, we're going to get to herd immunity. By now, a lot of people have already had uh, uh, COVID, so they'll have some form of protection. And this is just, unfortunately, highly false. Having COVID, according to Imperial College and their study from just the end of last week, having COVID only offers a, an, or having had COVID, prior illness, only offers a 19% protection against Omicron. Unfortunately, though, we don't have much better information for the boosters and vaccines vaccines via Reuters as of December 12th, boosters give us about 70 to 75% protection against symptomatic disease, but you're still likely to test positive with a breakthrough case. Uh, fortunately, though, the, uh, uh, well, the likelihood of having uh, certainly severe disease is substantially lower and the likelihood of having symptoms at all is substantially lower with the vaccines and uh, or a booster. Now, uh, what the, the fear that's being spread right now, though, the fear or uncertainty and doubt that's being spread is very simply exponential extrapolation. The reason for this is we believe that the uh, Omicron variant is spreading somewhere around four to six times as much as Delta is. And if you take a doubling rate of Omicron of every three days, Omicron doubles, and a doubling rate of every 14 days at its peak, Delta doubles. And this is just to the point of peak, because at some point viruses hit a peak, they hit a ceiling, and then we rotate down, right? And so if we say both Delta and Omicron were at the beginning of a race and both of them started with 50,000 cases and then we let them rage for 45 days, what would that potentially look like on an exponential basis, right? Well, if we jump on over here, we could see exactly this. This is just a simple spreadsheet modeling that if on day zero, we're at 50,000 cases for Omicron, 50,000 for Delta, by day three, we'd be doubled for Omicron, but we won't be doubled yet for Delta until roughly day 14. Now, this is where it gets scary. If you extrapolate this for 45 days, just 45 days, now what you would be left with is, look at this number, it's insane, okay? Now, I know these numbers are insane, but this is, this, this is what the market is reacting to. I wanna bring you facts, and I understand that the things that could appear to be fear, uncertainty, and doubt 
are also potentially factual, right? There's a difference between fake news and FUD. So when people say FUD, it's like, right, but that doesn't mean it's not true, right? Yes, this can be FUD, but it could be true FUD. Yeah, models suggest that we could be over a billion cases of Omicron. Now, not all of those may end up being diagnosed, but the point is we could quickly get to the point of having uh, the vast majority of the world, maybe not the vast majority, but a substantial portion of the world of 7 billion people infected by Omicron. The Delta variant in that same 45 days would be at less than 550,000 cases. This shows you how extremely different the spread is. Now, sure, Omicron is being right now likened to a cold or relatively mild or a flu, right? The difference though is if we take the death rate of Omicron and, it's, and assume it's just one-tenth of the death rate of Delta, just one-tenth the death rate. Look at how different the deaths are in an unmitigated spread. You could potentially get to 1.3 million deaths in Omicron compared to just 3,594 in Delta. This is unmitigated. It's just to show you that exponential math is really, really bad. And this is, in my opinion, whether this happens or not, this is what markets are going to potentially start trying to price in. They're going to start pricing in, holy moly, if everybody's gonna get on me, we're gonna have a lot of people dying because it spreads way faster than, than what we see in, in basically anything else that we've seen in terms of COVID, but likely even spreads faster than the flu, spreads faster than the cold. It's just ridiculously transmissible we could see our hospital system get overburdened, even though it's one-tenth as uh, severe. Now, with that said, the markets are obviously turning red and uh, there are now more fears that potentially it's time to exit the market to the point where Bloomberg has now suggested that Korean, South Korean day traders are now net sellers for the first time since 2019. And this has left our futures red. On top of this, we have a Senator Joe Manchin suggesting that, quote, I can't get there. Quote, this is a no on the Build Back Better plan. In other words, Joe Manchin is now going for a no vote at the same time as we have this unmitigated spread on Omicron, leading to a lot of confusion in markets that were, at least to some degree, pricing in the potential that the Build Back Better plan would get passed, that there would be an extension of the child tax credit, that there would be a paid leave, that there would be an EV credit boost. So we could see this pain uh, in the stock market actually exacerbate because certain industries that were expecting stimulative, uh, well, essentially more stimulus coming to uh, shoppers or consumers, they're not going to see that stimulus anymore. The child tax credit is one of the biggest stimulus checks you can ask for. I mean, it's $3,000 per child under 18. If you have a child under six, it's $3,600, right? So this not passing for another year is, is almost like robbing that stimulus. And so this could be another reason why we're seeing markets red. But folks, let's look at a little bit more of the science behind what's going on and what, what the latest information is regarding uh, Omicron. First, Pfizer believes that COVID will end up becoming endemic by as soon as 2024. This means that COVID will potentially become as regular as the flu and as regular as, as essentially us needing to get a potentially biannual flu shot or not, up to you, right? But that we might transition to this endemic state as soon as 2024, where basically we're just always going to be living with COVID. Now, hopefully it is a mild form of COVID like 
Omicron, knock on wood. The early research shows that Omicron is much more mild. And this is very, very good. This is important. And it could usher in the end of the pandemic as researchers at Harvard have already let us know, which is good. But again, an unmitigated spread of Omicron could lead to a lot of fear, uncertainty, and doubt in the short term, especially as we're still seeing a surge of Delta cases in the North and Northeast states in the United States, as well as now coming down the East Coast and in other places of the United States, we're still seeing a Delta surge. Now, good news, bad news, it's estimated right now that Omicron is already becoming dominant in the United States, yet we're not even realizing it yet. That there could be so much Omicron already spreading that people are sick, but they're not getting tested because they're not severely sick, but they already have Omicron. They just are shaking off a cold, basically. And that's because if you look at wastewater samples collected in South Florida, I know that sounds gross, and so like, wait a minute, is that an invasion of privacy? Is, is that, that, are you taking samples of my stuff in the toilet? <laughs> it's weird, right? But wastewater sampled in Orlando County, which is where Disney World is, show that Omicron is already dominant in Florida. So this is leading to a lot of fear that we could actually end up having a worse surge in America, just like what we're seeing in the United Kingdom, than what South Africa is experiencing. Now, uh, the United Kingdom right now is estimating uh, so far that 80% of cases as of Friday are Omicron cases. They are refusing to rule out more restrictions prior to the, uh, to the, to the Christmas holiday. They do have about 85 individuals in the hospital right now with Omicron. Modeling expects that we could reach a peak of about 3,000 hospitalizations per day in England. They did have just over 4,000 hospitalizations per day with Delta. Now, right now, experts in the United Kingdom are expecting that more than half of the admissions going into United Kingdom hospitals are coming in for other reasons, but because every patient ends up getting tested for COVID, they're finding, oh, you're coming in for this surgery, or you're coming in for a pregnancy and delivery, you're coming in for whatever, but you also have COVID. Boom, now you're a COVID statistic, right? Uh, it's obviously standard for people to get tested when they go to a hospital. Now, as of Thursday, uh, we are expecting that seven people have died with Omicron uh, in the United Kingdom. Now, note this is not necessarily from Omicron, and we're still trying to figure out the death statistics, and it's that uncertainty that is creating uncertainty in the markets. Now, the Scientific Advisory Group for Emergencies, SAGE, believes that it is certain that hundreds of thousands of people are being infected with this variant, but they're just not being picked up in statistics. So Omicron may already be much more pervasive than we think it actually is based on statistics. We also had a pretty powerful study come out of Hong Kong, which we already touched on a couple days ago, but I wanna go a little bit more deep into some of this information. The Omicron variant modeled uh, in this Hong Kong study, uh, came well, essentially, the, the researchers came to the conclusion that uh, Omicron not only spreads faster than Delta, but it also replicates much faster than Delta. And the reason for that is Omicron seems to replicate substantially in the lung passages, the bronchus, the air passages that lead to your lungs. And at 24 hours after infection, this study uh, indicated that the Omicron variant, quote, replicated around 70 times higher than the Delta variant and the original variant. However, it replicated less efficiently, 10 times less efficiently in human lung tissues, which is where the original virus replicated. And this suggests a difference of severity. 
It's kind of like when you believe you have uh, something like uh, Dr. John Campbell put it well. He refers to the potential of this maybe coming across as a cough as if you have bronchitis versus a cough where you're potentially spitting up blood from having a pneumonia. So it's almost like having a deep chest cold versus having kind of a surficial cold. Now that is good because it's, it, it's at least indicative of a more mild form of disease, but because it's now in your air passages, it's also much easier for you to spread Omicron. Now, because after 24 hours, you already see the 70X replication of Omicron, it's really fast for you to go from, okay, I got exposed to Omicron and the next day you wake up and that next afternoon, say you got in the afternoon before, you're already spewing on me everywhere. It's crazy. And that's what's leading to faster infections. The paper went on to say, it's not just about your body and about where this virus replicate, replicates though, but it's also onto how your individual body responds. If you end up with a cytokine storm, this is kind of an overactive immune system response, you could have a severe case of Omicron. And that's why this study went on to say that Omicron is very dangerous because, quote, even though the disease and death through the virus may be less pathogenic, taken together, the overall threat from Omicron is likely to be very significant. Uh, and this is, again, where we can go look at that quick math that we threw together on a spreadsheet. And whether or not it's FUD, it's true, or it's false, doesn't matter. Markets are reacting to this. I mean, just in the time of filming this, I have seen the small caps drop another 0.1%. Now the uh, small cap index indicating, which, which includes a lot of our recovery and travel stocks, indicating a negative 2% open. Now, What's also worth noting is that in New South Wales, which is uh, in Australia, we expect or we're finding, the premier is telling us, that uh, 261 individuals are hospitalized, believed to be with Omicron. That's expected to be the, the current statistic in New South Wales. Uh, but notes that of these, only 33 are in the intensive care unit. 26 of those were unvaccinated. So another reiteration that you don't necessarily know how your body is going to respond. For the vast majority of people, we expect it to be mild, but there are going to be individuals who uh, will potentially end up in the ICU and in intensive care because of Omicron. Even though we're seeing ventilator and oxygen use plummet for the vast majority of people, it's that smaller percentage that could still get hit hard. And now we're going to expect to be exposing a whole lot of more individuals. Now, in the United States, we're seeing the uh, seven-day rate of hospitalizations start ticking up. And this is where we have to be careful always comparing to South Africa. We have different weather right now than we do, uh, well, in North America, uh, than we do in uh, South Africa, for example. In a lot of different territories, or states, I should say, in the United States, we've got snow, very cold climates. Cold brings people together around warmth. Perfect place to spread disease. In South Africa, you've got moderate temperatures, somewhere between 60 and 70. Uh, so uh, it's it's uh, worth worth noting that. It's also worth noting that the coldest month in South Africa is actually June, which is kind of the opposite of most of the United States and Europe, right? Different uh, different part of the world. But anyway, uh, 
In New York, you've got the mayor of New York calling on federal help because New York City cases have uh, tripled. The rate of cases is exploding in the United Kingdom as well. We went from a seven-day average of around 55,000 to all of a sudden 86,000 cases and now over 124,000 cases in one day. That is the latest case count that we have. The easiest way, by the way, for you to pull up the uh, case counts for the United Kingdom, the earliest, is actually by going to the Zoe COVID study. So check that out. Zojoinzo.com. COVID.joinzo.com. There you go. Uh, Zoe or Zoe. I I don't know. There's no Y. Maybe I'm messing it up. I've been calling it Zoe, but it's spelled Zoe, like Joe. (laughs) The Z. Uh, Anyway, uh, Sydney is uh, uh, the Sydney airport in Australia, by the way, is reporting, and this we're seeing these same kind of fears in America, that international travel has fallen by 86% in the first two weeks of December compared to 2019. That's insane. Uh, 86% declined. And so these are the kind of fears that we think might come to America in the American stock market, where you're going to see potentially a big old recovery sell-off uh, that is, uh, airlines, restaurants, hotels selling off substantially, especially as this case count goes parabolic uh, and, and just straight up exponential. And uh, at the same time, as the fact that we still have a Delta surge in America, which is going to lead hospitalizations and deaths to go up at the same time. So we're going to reach to this future critical point, this critical point where you're at peak Omicron cases at the same time as peak deaths and peak hospitalizations. And not all of those deaths and hospitalizations will necessarily be Omicron. They'll just be left over from Delta, but that'll be just sort of like, all right, now that you're already weak and dealing with all these hospitalizations and deaths, let's give you a massive surge of Omi. Anyway. Omicron, uh, worth noting that, uh, well, continuing on this, worth noting that the Royal Caribbean uh, ship, the Symphony of the Seas, which honestly, I believe that's the biggest ship they have. But anyway, the Symphony of the Seas, it's certainly one of the largest they have. Uh, the Symphony of the she- Seas had 6,091 passengers on it, and they just had a COVID outbreak. 48 passengers and crew tested positive. 98% of the individuals on the cruise ship were vaccinated. And individuals are reporting that they either have mild symptoms or are asymptomatic. Uh, That 2% could be children under 5. Remember that uh, right now studies are showing that uh, two shots for children under 5 is not enough. And right now trials are indicating we might have to go as high as three shots for children under 5 to actually promote that immune response in children to help them uh, in the event parents do want to get their uh, children vaccinated. Which I know there are a lot who do and a lot who don't. Anyway, uh, Israel's planning uh, new restrictions. The NBA has postponed five games. France is going to pay its healthcare workers a double time. And the National Institute's, uh, Institute of Health says that we are in for a world of trouble. And Fauci says that we do not foresee any kind of lockdowns, but we do foresee a lot of stress coming to our healthcare system. Furthermore, JP Morgan tells us the following about the market, saying that there is a paradox that on average, U.S. stocks are down 28% from highs. And yet median stocks uh, and median stocks are down uh, 21%. But at the same time, the market referring to the Russell 3000 is up 22% for the year. Such a divergence is unknown to us, says JP Morgan, and indicates a historically unprecedented overshoot in selling smaller, more volatile, potentially higher shorted securities in the last four weeks. And the narrative for the sell-off has, of course, been Omicron and the Fed. Uh, We are seeing a lot of de-risking and short selling 
And JP Morgan is actually hinting that right now uh, is potentially a time to be bullish rather than bearish, setting up those bets, buying into some of this pain, especially when you look at how many stocks are heavily, heavily shorted. Here's just an example of some of the most uh, heavily shorted stocks. And this is why you always want to watch the end of the video so you get the treats, <laughs> which of course, if you ever want treats as well, check out my programs on building your wealth link down below where I share my ideas with you early. Uh, but anyway, take a look at some of these uh, heavily shortage stocks here. Uh, Blink Charging, 35%. Lemonade, over 34%. Tattooed Chef, Beyond Meat, over 33%. Go Go, Corsair Gaming, Arkimoto, Big Five, iRobot, Shift Technologies, Fisker. I mean, Bed Bath & Beyond, you name it. All of these over 20% here and more. I'll... Um uh, we'll, we'll do a deeper dive on some of these short stocks, but boy, oh boy, uh, interesting perspective here from JP Morgan. And uh, personally, I kind of agree with them. I think, hey, take advantage of some of the buying because I think some of the uh, selling is a little bit overblown right now uh, over a lot of um, FUD, fear, uncertainty, and doubt. Anyway, these are my thoughts on what the heck is happening in our market. Thank you so much for watching. Check out those programs and use that coupon code before the end of Christmas Day. We do have a coupon code expiring for the programs on Building Your Wealth. Thanks so much, and we'll see you next time. Goodbye, everyone.